0: Finding life, pretty bells, dreaming again of exotic places, wishing you were somewhere else, we offer you Escape. Escape. Designed to free you from the four walls of today for a half hour of high adventure. Escape with us now to the year one hundred thousand and eighty, and a world where beauty and terror live side by side, as H.G. Wells describes it in his immortal story, The Time Machine. be mad. A time machine. Yes, my friend, a time machine. This, this thing? This very thing? This compression? This framework made of quartz and bronze and ivory with its leather and styles and its seat in the middle? This is the result of three years' hard work. I promise you, follow. that on this machine a man can go wherever he likes in time. By working these levers, a man can choose his century, his year, his very day. Oh, for real, old man. Time is only a kind of space. If we can move about in all the other dimensions of space, why not in time, too? Oh, it is impossible. Out of the question. Well, what of the journeys I've already taken on this little contraction? I'm afraid you've been having a bad dream. You mean I've developed into a liar. Very well. You shall have proof, my friend. Out? Let's climb on, Farron. Sit in the seat beside me, face these ivory dials, and I'll take you for a little spin. where are you You mean right now? Right now. Oh, just um, in, in case, case you... this thing should take off like the flying red horse, out of any, uh... Um, any preparations? Uh... No, Farron, no. You won't be a on this trip, not even a toothbrush. You'll be back here in my laboratory in less than a minute, i on. Now what? Oh, tight. It sways a good deal. I'd hate to lose you. <laughs> I can't be frightened, Dudley. Then you're braver than I am. Tell me, what time is it? It's um, just 12 noon. Always oh, start. I want to adjust this control a bit. Hmm. Is, uh, is everything ship set? Well, did you notice anything just there? Only a noise, a humming noise, nothing else. And what time is it? You just asked me, old man. It's true. Tw- well, that's odd. What? My watch says 11 o'clock. It was sworn it was noon a moment ago. There must be something wrong with it. It's me. only that I touched the lever to you test it, and we've gone forward a full day. Twenty-three hours, at any it? Yes, but like it... Finished stopping, Father? Yes. Yes, I believe I have. Then hold tight. This will be the real article. I'm ready, Dudley. Good, man. Well? Say goodbye, father. Say goodbye to 1950. Oh. Even over there can't bring the job. The swaying up. It. All the doctors have made a laboratory such as the way. The is speeding up today like traffic quite a traffic of light a I saw the sun popping across the sky. Beating swiftly across it every second. Every second marking his head, I know the moon spinning through her quarters like a ball, a new Or in the twinkling of an eye, the screen grew and dropped like puffs of smoke, and then passed away. All the fire we a going past. Now I face were here a second. But a second by second, the white snow flashed across the world, and was followed by the bright, sweet slit. And still he we went on, into the future. On his tail, Salah, three weeks, three weeks, weeks. or I'd go on Salah, the red. Beautiful, vast garden. I meant geographically. Just where we were when we started, where my laboratory stood 100,000 years ago. And the year, Dudley? What is the year now? 100,080. It seemed absolutely incredible. But me, the present one. For the garden in which we found ourselves was beautiful and summery with an unexpected perfume about it, almost like platine. At some distance, it could see a large and imposing building, and everything was quiet and peaceful, but almost too much so. And a sense of strangeness, of an incredible strangeness, sent a shiver up my spine. One hundred thousand and eighty. Father, do you... You want to go back? Yeah, yes, I rather think I do. Let's go back. <coughs> Got me. From over there, in the bushes, it sounded human. <coughs> Come on. Why, <laughs> it's a child. Seems to be a very small girl. It's been a bit of beast here. Some kind of struggle look at the Now, my dear, you'll be all right now. You won't be harmed. Of course, she won't understand English. Motioning us to go with her. Yeah. And what about the animal? Did you see it? No, i a like to too fast for her. <laughs> Perhaps you'd better go back, there The girl seems to be all right now. i mean like this. Yes, yes, I've had enough. Well, they haven't, old man. Because they're here. All around us. They had crept up on soundless feet to surround us. The little people of the hill, And the girl we'd saved was not a child... A full-grown women, but they all stood four feet high, dressed in simple tunics with beautiful creatures that very frail with a plump, soft kind of frailty. They were like eerie figures in a dream, and all we could hear was the rustling of their clothes as they surged happily around us, their faces, we smiles. But <laughs> Why, they're not savage at all. They're very loving, gentle little people. Yes. Yeah. There's something terribly wrong with them. How do you mean? Seem to have the minds of five-year-olds. Well, how do you expect them to be? Far ahead of us, of course. Incredibly ahead of us in knowledge and in science. <laughs> Look at them. Children. They seem happy in this huge garden of theirs. Uh, me <laughs> I've changed my mind. Let's stay. Maybe we should enjoy spending a few days with our little friends. The little people led us home into their valley. They lived in a colossal building, sleeping all together in one huge hall, eating in another, playing, frolicking together in the sunshine. And we lived with them for days in utter contentment. One afternoon, Dudley and I walked along the banks of the great river. Little people all wear the same clothes, the same soft, hairless skin, the same feminine roundness of limbs. Yes. I wonder if because they're vegetarians. They're vegetarians because they have to be. Doesn't run across any horses, or dogs, cattle of any kind, have you? No, oh, not that you mention it. With good reason. All extinct by now. This is a dinosaur, is without. Dudley, there's something strange here. Something hidden away and silent. Here in the year one hundred thousand and eighty. Felt the same way. I taken the precaution of removing the control levers of the time machine, putting a master padlock on the main switches. Uh, not much fancy, the idea of someone riding away with it into another century and leaving us here for the rest of our lives. Uh, Dudley, do you know where we are? Uh, yes, this is where we landed. I thought so. I wasn't sure. What did you ask? What happened to the machine? Huh? But it, they've taken it away. They've stolen it. This is where it was. It's right here. Look. Follow the right. Here where they drag it. Over. Come along. Down this path. Look. Right there. The monument. Into the brass doors in the base. Up. Oh, oh look. The machine. It, it must be in there. Hands yeah. tight. We must get it. Break down the door. Oh, how can we? Yes. Yeah. Use the ladder. All right. right. No, no good, does college will never break through. Never, no. never. <laughs> it's me a here. All I want is to be never go home again. time <laughs> again. <laughs> 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 The laughs that Red Skelton and Amos and Andy bring to CBS on Sunday night are doubled, tripled, and quadrupled because of the friends, relatives, and strange acquaintances they bring with them. Hardly a Sunday night goes by, but you meet Shorty, the Kingfish, Sapphire, and a whole host of Amos and Andy funny friends. Red Skelton generously gives time to Willie, Clam, and the rest of his laugh-provoking pals. You're invited to meet them all again tonight on most of these same stations when Red Skelton and his gang and Amos and Andy and their friends Back the house with mirth at CBS, the star's address. And now we return you to Escape. We were caught in the year 100,000 amazing. The time machine was gone. The brass doors of the monument held. Our retreat was cut off. The thin line by which we could make our way back home, back to our own time and our own people, back to nineteen fifty. We had no way of communicating with the little people, of asking what they had done with the machine or how to get it back. There was nothing hostile in their attitude. They were more like simple wandering children. Only one, the young woman Weena, who was likely we had saved on our first day, had become really friendly. She went with us wherever we walked, brought us presents of garlands, flowers. Slept mirrors at night in the hall, and we in turn had suffered a few words of English. Now we redoubled our efforts, like men racing against the clock, so that we might speak to her and discover the secret of our immense loss. We were talking to her one night after the others had gone. No, not me, Sandy. No. 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 How oh, can you be so sure your people steal the machine? Are there any thieves among them? Are they all perfect? Mm-hmm. Not so loud. Nothing. You're waiting. And she doesn't understand. He must be sleeping somewhere in his hall. We are. They take machines. No, nothing. No. Who then? Yes. Who? I. We. We are our friends. Yes. We must have machines. Yes, Captain. Yes. No. Who took machines? Other people, not yours? are Arthur? What about those doors, Weena? Uh, doors open? No, no. Weena, machine in, in there. Must open. No, no, not open. it oh. all right. Go to sleep, Jack, Brett. Yes, Captain. To become a child. Are we caught here in this century? We spend our lives with the little people in their secret. We'll go back to the monument tomorrow. We'll find a way of breaking Mm you. Good night, Dudley. Dudley? Yes. Did you just. (coughs) There was a gang. What? Nothing. On my face. face with my hair. It's cold and death. That's it. You all right? There's something in here with us. Smells of the grain. I don't know. But look at them. Look at the little people they are all awake. <laughs> they only been spent Let's get out of here. I want some fresh hey. air. We went quickly through the hall and outside, away from the frantic rustling of the little people. The moon was full just overhead, and it was close to dawn. There was a faint sound speeding close behind us, and we turned. Our nerves ragged Our muscles pinched. It was only wheeler Come in, swiftly to join us. That means the face. I mean, there is dark. action. What do you mean, Wiener? Dark. What? Dark. Dark. place. Night. Why should they be afraid of the night, doesn't it? It's not the night alone. Dark place. That's our cue. Perhaps it's something underground. It was <laughs> another day. We had wandered into a lovely wooded place about a mile from the community. And suddenly, Weena screamed. We stopped short. A pair of glaring eyes were fixed upon us. As we stood there, petrified the thing, a little ape-like figure, rushed across our path and disappeared in the clearing about 30 yards away. <laughs> what did it? I couldn't see it to her. It seemed to be a dull white with white hair on its head and down its back. It looked like a small ape. It was running on all fours over this well. So Weena... Weena, what was it? No, no. No, no, Who are the Morlocks? What are they? Weena, tell me. No. No. Let's go over there and see where it disappeared. Come along, father. In the clearing, we found a round, well-like opening. Dudley and I leaned over and looked down a deep shaft. A small, white creature was retreating down a ladder in the well. A human spider, its large, bright eyes watching me as it went swiftly down. Then, it disappeared in the shaft. Oh, did you see it? Like an ape? Yes, but also like a man. So, so there are two species of men in this world. Yes. The little people above the ground and this obscene thing, this bleached monster below. And that white look, hmm. common to animals that live in the dark. Like huge rats. Like worms that are cold to the touch. I know, because they've touched my Oh, you can feel the air being sucked down into this shaft. Yes. The earth must be tunneled enormously here under our feet. These monsters must live in the tunnels. I think we know now who stole our time machine. Yes. Then, then we'll go down and have a look. No, no, go. Why Let not you'll never come back. We must have our machine, my dear. You wait for us here. No, no. And so we went down our heels ringing on the small metallic bars that were meant for creatures so much smaller than us. Down we climb. Down. Down. Ever in darkness. Down it in. seems. Into the center of the earth. Into the core of the world. Yes. How much longer? Well, no, now, we reach bottom. Mm. Can't be much, fella. You hear that? we're almost there. Well, uh, thank heaven for that. All right, All right. I'm on the bottom. Come uh, along, just two more steps. Uh, give me your hand, uh, Good. Here. We're here. In the land of the Morlocks. You yeah, have a match? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Here. There'll be a large vaulted cavern at the end of this passage. What do you, uh, they'll do if they catch us? I have no idea. Let us take care not to be caught. Ah, another mansion. This is probably mine. Only their ventilating system pumping the air down. be thousands upon thousands of these morons living up here. We haven't seen any yet, except for our friend who came down ahead of us. Why, why do you suppose they want our time machine? I think they want us, not the machine. And we've come to them. We must. It's our only chance. Carlos, is that noise? does not come from air pumps. Yeah. Why is it so stuffy here, so oppressive? Dudley, that, that smells. Blood. Light another match. It. Dudley okay. Look Straight ahead On the white metal table That's for a meal Yes With this small haunch Yes We know that the cattle are extinct Then What do they feed down these morlocks? Don't you know? Yes Yes, yes. Oh, that I have no more. Have you the last match? No. Oh. All right. We'll have to go back then. You know the secret now, anyway. These Mollocks, living here, underground, are the masters of this age. And our friends up above, have his cattle fed by the Mollocks, clothes supplied, and housed until the day when. And they're cut out of the herd and brought underground as food. This is the future you're looking at. This is what we men of the 20th century shall come to. Deadly. What is it? i thought got him. Who's it? Take on his arm You need a weapon. I'll oh. help. Oh. I guess it's all. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. You're going to do the hell. God bless. in an evil darkness fighting every step as we went I, I, back to those projecting bars kicking and clawing ourselves loose, their palace grasping hands and climbing up again up toward daylight and freedom away from their stretch and the eagerness of their icy hands and they did not follow for daylight was their enemy and their great fear and we lived among the lush gardens of the little people like prisoners Like men without reprieve, like men who are dead, though they still walk the earth. For the time machine was locked away behind great brass doors, and we knew we could never force them open. Then one day, Wiener told us of an old building, an ancient sagging structure that had survived through many ages and was filled with many curious objects. A museum, that's what it must be, a museum, Paula from some earlier times. I'm in no mood to go in a museum, don't you? See? Uh, Specimen, hermetically sealed in museums. Perhaps there are things, weapons, machinery, something we can use. Yes, uh, yes of course. If we could find some dynamite or gunpowder, we that could that glass me? those doors we could get in. And um, where is this place, Sweeney? Uh, this, this old building that no one ever goes near? I need to take you. Uh, a chance, old man. A slim one, but a chance, nonetheless. <laughs> All day we wandered through the great ruined hall. The building had been deserted, unused for perhaps a century. The childlike men of that time had long since ceased to care about anything but their own personal comfort. It was late afternoon and growing dark. when we came upon the chapel section. We had found nothing useful to us until then. Now came the worst disappointment of all. And it's dust. All of it. Been dust for centuries. Another dead end. That's hopeless. We were out of our heads. Hope that nitrates would retain their form for a hundred thousand years. We now. There's nothing here. Oh, wait just a moment. Something in this case. You can break it with your leather. Stand back a little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Box of matches. I sealed see. Now, wait, let me see. They're perfect. But they're not even dead. And what should we do with them? Burn, Burn. down those brass rooms? Well, you'd better keep them. You can't tell. Oh, them. On the floor, you see them? Yeah. Small narrow footprints leading away into the darkness at the end of this gallery. Dead man. we better go. Clean up and carry it when I come <laughs> I Don't be frightened right here. It'll be all right. Go so on, We came out of the gloom of that place, into the deeper gloom of dusk. And suddenly we saw. Him. He was there all around us were the Morlocks. They were there by the tower surrounding us and coming close in the long wooden line of deathly like their eyes blinking in the half-light their tiny mouths alive with appetite. Holler! The Matthews have been stilt like a fire near yep, the east near oh, oh, the Always the east. forest just dry and everything we're having an inferno again in the nation but it'll spend so like all heat. The fire leaps high to the heavens and the country the warlocks turned in fear, frightened by the bear. Some of them plundered into the middle of the raging flames, and the rest faded away like a park But we had that narrow passageway for our retreat, and we fled down a long corridor of leaping flames and blistering heat. We took to safety for the community of the little people. As we ran, we passed a huge monument with a great bronze door that was locked tight in our time machine. And suddenly, in the glare of the distant fires, he saw something that stopped us the short. They're open! All of the doors are open! No, no, I'm not going in. no. It's a trap. They're there waiting for us in time. Waiting or not? We're going in. No. It's too It takes me one minute to throw the letters on again, then I touch them and we're away. All right, I'll try to give you your one. Good boy. No, no, go. Let me please. No, you, you, my dear, you hold tight around my neck. You're coming home without let me. All right. Me. All right, let's go. Quidditch, I lost the machine they had in Harvest. I don't see them. Yet. Come on, quick, The door is uh, The clothes. Get in the seat. I'll be ready in a moment. I waited for the hum that signal the departure. Uh, there in the darkness, the Morlocks were suddenly upon us. Cold, persistent fingers swarmed over my body, tugging at me, passing me away from the machine. I felt like Sabina, the man holding fast to life. So I'd depart, pitch them away with my feet. Holy oh, not be hungry. Don't be hungry. Noon, October twenty-second, nineteen fifty. We were in Dudley's laboratory again, motionless, sitting on the ridiculous contraption which he has called a time machine. Was it all a dream? Did any of it happen? Could any of it happen? (laughs) Of course not. How stupid! And what of this? What of this little piece of thin green silk I hold in my hand? Escape is produced and directed by Norman Macdonald. Today we brought you the Time Machine by H.G. Wells, adapted for radio by Irving Ravitch and starring John Boehner as father and Larry Dobkin as Dudley with Georgia Ellis as Wina. The special music for Escape was arranged and played by Ivan Dittmars. Next week, Escape with us to a small fishing boat off the California coast and a night of terror and death at the hands of a brilliant madman as Roger Nelson tells it in his exciting story. Seven Hours to Freedom. Wait